All right, you start. Me? This is your podcast. All right, this is Churro Bites with Churro and... Amy, again. Again. Um, this one is a Q&A. I, I didn't really intend to have a guest on, but we're, she's here because I invited her. And I was going to make grilled cheese sandwiches just to find out that my mom stole my cheese. So now we're just going to record together. And I actually got a lot of questions regarding like psychology and stuff like that, which I'm okay with answering, but I don't really know anything about. You know, I can't give you like deep, detailed or practical advice, so to speak. I can only really tell you what worked for me, but you have to like take that with a grain of salt because, I mean, everybody's different. Everybody has their own like, mindset and what works for them. So I guess just take them as more like suggestions and like maybe things you could try out. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work though. But if you're running out of ideas and that's the reason why you need to know, then sure, I'll I'll tell you. I'll let you know. Thoughts? You got any thoughts? No. I think you said it pretty well. All right. Let's start off with the questions. I'm not going to say who said what question. So if you... If you gave me a question, just make sure you listen. Hopefully you listen to this. Um, first question is, how do you deal with mental health? How do you deal with mental health? Um, well, for, I feel like for the longest time, I didn't. I pretty much, if I had any negative emotions, I would just just keep that way like underneath me. But um, after going to school, and I guess just from life and just reading, I guess. Um, the way that I can deal with it now is that doing whatever I think feels right. Cause for me, I kind of have like a personality where I will try something and it will work, but then I'm not very consistent or it'll just, it won't hit the same. So I feel like some people will tell you, do this or do that, do that. And I feel like maybe you should try doing those things, but if after a while you find, like me, this isn't working anymore, it's perfectly okay to try something else. So it's a trial and error kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, like we said, everything depends on the person. Everybody has different ways of thinking and like what works best for them. And I guess me personally, how would I deal with it? The same, the same thing she said. Up until a certain point, I didn't really deal with things myself. Uh, I think that's mostly just in part of being like immature and not knowing what to do with these emotions. And I can't say for a, like 100% I know how to deal with it now, but I definitely do have like a lot more healthy ways to cope and ways to deal with my problems now that I'm an adult and I'm expected to do so. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just something that I had to find out for myself, like things that I can do. Um, I guess that's a lot of the same question. I'll have to go into more detail on some of the other questions, I guess. Next question is, how long will I be doing the podcast for? How long do you think I, do you think I have? What's the expiration, expiration date? Mm, I don't know, actually, because I don't know, like, that's your thing. <laughs> that's true, and I also don't know either, because I think... I'll probably stop once I run out of things to talk about. But at the same time, I don't know when that's going to be. Because sometimes I'm more talkative than than other days. And sometimes I'll, I'll be at work and then I'll just have like a random idea. And I'm like, oh, I'll just run with it. That's how I am with most of my ideas. I just run with things. 
I don't plan anything through, and I think you can probably tell, <laughs> considering the type of person that I am. So I guess as long as I can, I I don't really see it going more than like a couple years, if I don't get like famous or whatever, which I'm not expecting to. <laughs> but if you guys make it happen, then I'm gonna have to, you know. Manifest it. I'm manifesting it. All right. We have 17 listeners now. Before we were at like 15, 13, mm-hmm. something like that. We're at 17 now. Is the guy, f- uh, the person from, uh, was it Ireland? Who knows? Probably. Hey. Yeah, it was Ireland. So as long as I have ideas, I guess, as long as I can. But I did say after the podcast, I'll probably take up knitting and stuff. So Knitting? Yeah, knitting and like mm-hmm. clothes making and stuff. Whatever you call that, tailoring? Yeah, I guess. But yeah, that's what I'm planning to take up after this. Hmm. So, to make a long story short, as long as I can. Next question. What do you think happens when we die after life-wise? I'm going to answer first and you give me your answer. Because I know we have different ideologies. Okay. I would say I'm contractually obligated to say that there is heaven and hell. While I specifically, I don't think... I don't think I'm fully convinced. I kind of have to act like I am, you know? But that's that's kind of a me problem, not really a you thing. But I guess in a general sense, I, I do believe that there might be something going on afterwards. I don't think we all just like turn back into like darkness. Like once you die, your consciousness stops existing. Because there's like a lot of things that happen that disprove stuff like that. Well, not like... Disprove within a shadow of a doubt. Like, it's not 100%. And nothing in this world is 100%, really. But there's, like, supernatural stuff and, like, phenomena that you can say, you can attribute it to being, like, something in the afterlife. Ghosts. Yeah, like, ghosts and stuff. And that, like, it all it all just depends on what you believe, what you think. So I think for sure, or not for sure, I think that within a good margin of... What's the word I'm looking Error? for? No, that's not. Margin of- it's within a good margin of probability that there's oh. something else that goes on afterwards. Like, it's not just nothing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I have, I think, two big ones. But the one that I, like, mostly just, like, just, like sits on top is I believe in reincarnation. So I feel like once we die, we just, our souls move on to something else. But I also believe that... It can be anything, like a person, an animal, a tree, something, just reincarnated into something. Does like it a, have to be alive? Yeah. Okay. It has to be, like, alive in a sense that it's just, like, I don't know. Because, like I said, plants. Plants are alive. Yeah. So I'll, I, I want to be reincarnated into a tree. That'd be cool. Ooh, what if we... What if we... Uh, what if you do those things where, like, they put your ashes in a pod? I want that. They plant you? I want that. That's kind of scary. I want that so bad. No, because, like, what if you're conscious and you're, like, just standing in the same spot and then I pee on you? You know? Well. I, I, I uh, get reincarnated as the dog and I'm like, hey, this tree looks very familiar. You know? Well, I don't think I will be remember or I couldn't remember my past life. So that's going to be the only thing I know. Yeah, so as far as we know, trees don't have thoughts. Yeah. So I feel like if I was a tree, then I'm like, I guess this is just how it is, you know? Or you wouldn't think at all because you're a tree. Exactly. Yeah, who knows, though? I'm not smart. I'm not a science man. Maybe trees think. Let me know what you think. 
But yeah, what was the second thing you were saying? You said there's two things that you think. Um, I guess it's kind of like a sense of heaven and hell. But I feel like it's like more complex than that. It's just where our souls go and we decide where we want to go. So that also kind of plays into the reincarnation bit. That there's a higher and there's a lower. Kind of, yeah. I feel like maybe it's one of those things that like... It's one of those not exactly truths, but like it's one of those ideas that just exist in humans. Like there's always light and dark. Mm -hmm. There's always the sky and the ground. There's always those uh, parallels, if you will. I don't know. It's just something that, like, it just happens in the in the the course of like human thought. There's always two sides to the same coin. Yeah, and we have morals, so I feel like it places a lot on what we think, what happens after we die. Yes, because if we didn't have morals or religion or some some way. Some way to force people to have accountability. I feel like... I don't know. Maybe I'm getting off track. But I feel like that's what most religion is. It's accountability accountability for people. And usually it's like a... It's a guidance for lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Usually you want people to be good. So... Yeah. Next question. <laughs> what do you think of education? What do you think? Let's 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 go to you first. Because um, you've actually gone through schooling. Well, pre, like, college, I feel like everything down, like, high school, elementary. In America, I can only speak in, like, American yeah. assistance. I I think it sucks. <laughs> I think, um, um, I feel like, what's that? It's kind of like a prison system and they're like teaching us how to be like slaves in the corporate industry and that's basically what the um education system was like brought upon that was like the main reason and i feel like no one has like said anything about it and it's so it's stay like that that makes sense to me the way our our system is built it's very strict very rigid if you think about like the way schooling was done in like ancient greek times and whatever it's very communal very uh what's the word i don't i don't know what the word is exactly but i feel like people can pursue whatever they wanted instead of having a strict yeah. like regimen yeah but that also has to do with the nature of like education itself like i didn't have to go to school if i wanted to if my dad was a carpenter i could be mm. like you know what mm-hmm. i will do what you do just teach me what i need to know yeah Instead of it being now where, like, your parents just raise you and then you just have to find out for yourself what you want to do. But then again, options back then were limited, too. You mm-hmm. could only do so much with your hands or else you had to study or else you had to fight. And I couldn't. Back then, I couldn't do either. Back then, you couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have a choice back then because you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I just cook and clean. Yeah. And that's another that's another thing right there. That's... That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> Misogyny. Misogyny season. Hell yeah. Um, college wise though, um, I kind of think it's a scam. I went only just to like 
because my mom told me to and I whatever that's a whole thing but I feel like for some people who really are ambitious and motivated college is a good thing for them and it can really turn their life around but I feel like it's not for everybody and it should not be like such a taboo thing if you didn't go to college I didn't go to college I wish I didn't go <laughs> you had to I had to you had to but yeah I wish I could have gone I was actually I think I told you the story before but I was actually in line for this thing called the mm, posse the posse scholarship yeah but then one random day they sent me an email and I didn't bother, bother to read it because I was like oh they're just confirming the date But what it actually was, was a rescheduling. And it was for like a month earlier than what I was supposed to, when I was supposed to go interview. And then when I, I was just sitting at lunch one day and I got an email from them and they're like, hey, thanks for participating, but you didn't show up though. And I was like, oh shit. And then from then it went downhill and I didn't bother to try going to school again. I thought about going back, but um, I don't know. I'm kind of glad I didn't do it just now because, I mean, we're under <laughs> pandemic. pandemic. Yeah. I don't think I would have been done by then. So it just would have been a handful. would have been a hassle. But I think I might do some kind of like technical school, mm. maybe. As far as the whole education thing goes, I would say everybody should pursue it as far as they would like to. Mm-hmm. And to not try to let other people influence where they should go with it and how far they should take it because i know our country itself like our teachers try to push everybody to go to college and well yeah it's like a good thing it's expensive mm-hmm. it's stressful in some ways it's dangerous especially for women but i mean they should still go to school but it's just the culture itself is very toxic mm-hmm. very um misogynist for one and Yeah, it's just something you have to think about yourself. Like, I know the person who asked me this question, they went through college. I was there when they graduated. Mm. And I was wearing this shirt. It was my favorite shirt, and then I never saw it after that day. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think education is great. I, I mean, I try to learn as much as I can about anything. I'll be at work, and I'll ask myself questions. So, see, education doesn't necessarily have to be... Schooling. Schooling. It's just as long as you as long as you want to better yourself and you want to gain more knowledge, mm-hmm. you should be able to and you should pursue it. So even if like every day I'm asking myself like how do frogs make that sound? How how many pebbles are in an island, you know? Whatever I need to know, whatever I want to know, as long as I reach out and get that information, because we're living in the internet age, mm-hmm. all this information is possible for you to get. I'm only getting better by the day. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about education. Pursue it if you can. If you want to, you should. What's the next question? What are, you, what are things you do to learn to love yourself? Right, that's a two-part question. And then suggestions to becoming your own friend and being kind to yourself. This one's kind of hard because it's still something that I'm working on. And obviously... It's something that everybody has to learn how to do and is still like learning, especially since we're all so young. Most of the people listening to this and the person asking me this is still young. So it's still a process that we all have to go through. But I think for me, 
I just have to, I'm trying not to be so hard on myself. Because, like, again, the schooling thing, I was like, oh, I'm not doing, I'm not going as far as, like, other people my age and people that I know. But at the same time, I can only live my life. That's something that I have to accept for myself and something that I keep telling myself. That I can only live my life and I can only do what I can do. And what they do doesn't matter to me. I'm happy for them, but that's not me. Like, I'm not living their life. I didn't have to go through what they had to go through. I can only do what I can do. And what about you? Was it the first part? What, do you, what are things you do to learn to love yourself? My answer was I have to accept what I do. Well, like you said, I'm still in the process of doing it. And um, I forgot where I read it or maybe I saw it or something. But there was something about how, like, treat yourself how you would a friend. And so, like, you have to... Um, if you're in like a tough situation or just like a situation that's just not making you feel good, you have to kind of like look at it from like a window or like outside perspective and be like, as if your friend was in that similar situation. And so you, when you do that, you're not as hard because you wouldn't say all this stuff about your friend. Like, oh, you're gross. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you're da 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 da. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. It's really hard to break that cycle, especially if you've been doing it for, like, so long. But like, <laughs> change is a change is hard sometimes, and I feel like it's just a thing you're just gonna have to, like, keep working on. Try to be friends with yourself. I still don't really know how to do that, but I feel like just, like, the other thing is just a trial and error. The other part. All right. Suggestions on becoming your own friend and being kinder to yourself. Affirmation. Um, I don't really do this myself, but you gotta like say things about yourself a certain way. You're like, oh, I, I am, I, I am this. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am blah blah blah. Which I don't do, but that's that's my business. <laughs> that's your business. Um, yeah, it's it's about starting to try to be more positive about your own, the way you view yourself, about your own viewpoint, and your own perspective of self. You have to at least try. You have to start trying. So if you're being negative about yourself, you have to at least, even if you can't say anything nice about yourself at the moment, try not to say mean things about yourself. First off, stop making, this isn't about you specifically, the person who asked this. But anyone who listens to this and feels like this applies, you have to stop with the deprecating jokes. That's like one of the big ones. Mm -hmm. Like even if if you you think it's funny or whatever, it's not funny. You're fooling yourself. Your brain starts believing those things that you're saying about yourself. Mm -hmm. So it it starts from, oh, I'm so ugly, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Ha ha, very funny. Eventually, you actually believe because you've been saying it so much. And that's the whole thing. Yeah, words have so much power. That's the whole thing about affirmation. Like, you keep telling yourself these things. Even if it's not true, you'll start believing them because you hear it so much. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to kind of move away from these negative behaviors. You know, and it's a process. Like, it's not going to happen, like, overnight. Like, I, I stopped making deprecating jokes because I used to all the time. 
they say supposedly like one thing that you can do is like make it super exaggerated like make super exaggerations in a positive way about yourself like what like man i got a big ass you know (laughs) which may or may not be true you 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 can just find out for yourself but yeah it's it's just small things like that where it's like it's funny it's funnier to be exaggerated than being negative that's one thing you can do Mm. what do you think well i think or i believe a lot of what you just said and uh like you said before with the negative reinforcements there's are things like uh there's like receptors in our brain <laughs> that like every time you say something or you think something and you keep doing it. Like I had a thought about the way that I looked. I have really bad self-esteem issues. And so I, those thoughts would repeat in my brain, in my brain, in my brain. <laughs> in my brain. Hey. And so those like receptors and stuff, um, they make like a line path, like a little, like a trailway. And so once that thought keeps going, it's easy for my brain to keep going into the downward spiral because I've done it so often. And so in order to break that, you need to, you know, derail from that path and make a new path for positive affirmations. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Because that plays into the whole, like, psychology and, like, neurology where it's, like, if you're trying to remember something, you say it a whole bunch of times. Mm -hmm. And then your brain, the way it works, the synapses and the neurons and whatever, (laughs) they make a pathway to that idea so whenever you try to remember it, it's a super fast thing instead of you taking mm-hmm. so long. So again, it's that affirmation. You keep saying nice things about yourself, your brain will just zip. And you'll start thinking that a lot faster than what you would normally. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I also, I just want to point, like, just say one thing. Um, when you're doing it, you might feel silly or dumb or not even, like, believe it, like you said. But you just got to keep going after, just keep doing it. Because... I mean, we have to realize that we're all human. And being human has to be, you have to accept the good and bad parts of your thoughts and yourself. But you have to remember that those thoughts aren't the person that you are. They're just the things that are in your head, but they're not truly the, like, the person that you are. That makes sense to me. Because I'd be having some weird ass thoughts sometimes, and that's not me. And I know it's not me. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like, deprecating... Not, that's not the word, deprecating. Intrusive thoughts. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, stuff like that isn't really you. It's just stuff that happens in your brain. Like It's like monkey brain. Yeah, it's monkey brain. It's the instinctual. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, the third, the lizard brain, you know, <laughs> that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. So just try not to pay any mind try not to give it any power so to speak next question Mm, what does it say any mental health tips and what cheers you up and motivates you to keep going when it gets tough another two-parter let's break it down (laughs) all right mental health tips what can you do let's see what can we do small things what can we do to improve our mental health one, for me, I'm going to talk about myself. Good. Yeah, it's my podcast. You're over here trying to steal it. Uh, one thing that works for me a lot is exercising. Mm, endorphins. Endorphins, yeah. But also, 
I'm getting buff by the day. It makes you feel better about yourself too. It makes you feel better about yourself, yeah. But yeah, if I feel like depressed, most of the time it's because I stayed in my room. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to believe that there's a whole other world outside of these four walls. But yeah, staying in like one place and like not moving much, kind of makes you feel trapped. And whenever you're trapped, whenever you have time, you just kind of enclose yourself more in. And that's when you start getting into your own head. So yeah, try to remain active if you can. It doesn't have to be like a big old marathon. You don't have to exert yourself so much. As long as you can do something, something small to keep you going. Like, let's say when you're washing dishes or whatever, you start dancing, which you should be doing anyway. You know, because it's, it's fun. You got to keep yourself lively. You got to think about ways that you can keep yourself moving if you are able to. Not to be like ableist or anything. <laughs> Small things, whatever you can work into your daily life to move, keep things going. Another thing, mental health tips. Hmm. Try to try to keep your interests as wide as possible. And I say this because then you'll have a lot of things to do instead of staying inside your own head. For me, for example, I have a whole bunch of different things I can do. I am a jack of all trades, and I made myself this way. Like, I know how to read and write. <laughs> uh, I guess writing is one of the bigger ones, because not a lot of people know this, but I, like, I write stories, or I think about ideas. But I never He's really... a really good poet. Supposedly. I think he is. I write poets. It's really po- good. Poetry. And I, I draw, I paint, I... I build, but I don't do that so much because it's expensive and the materials are heavy and they have bugs and I don't like bugs. And I craft and I cook and I clean and there's just a whole bunch of things I can do to occupy that space in my head. And sometimes it's like, it doesn't work all the time. But, you know, whenever you do something that you can build towards, you can build your own uh, skill level. And sometimes there's, like, even reward for it. For example, like, baking, which is another thing I do. That's its own reward. Because I take the time to follow the recipe. I build all this stuff. I put it in the oven. And when I'm done, not only did I not stay inside my head by being active, but now I have cookies. You know, it's its own reward. (laughs) In a way. What about you? What do you what do you do? Mental um, health tips. Hmm. Oh well, I guess I could just say like I do like the basic stuff like uh I freaking Meditate. We meditate. Yeah, I'm I he got or Yuria got me into meditating because I always thought it wasn't for me, but I kinda just kept sticking with it. Because you kept talking about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And actually, you know what? It actually did work. I would say if you haven't, you should try it at least. Just try it. <laughs> Look up different ways that people meditate and, and try as many as you can because mm-hmm. some of them work. For me, some of them work. And for me, others didn't. Do you listen to anything? No, I sit here in silence and I don't move at all. What? I can't. I usually listen to a guided meditation. Some of them mostly have music. I can't do that. It's just, it distracts me. But it also has to do with the way that I learned it. Mm. I think it's called Sazen. 
mm. meditation, which is the Zen Buddhism way. I usually do mindfulness. I did that one, and then I don't know which one, what it's called specifically, but I sit there and I try to paint an image. I guess so but there's always like a point for me in middle school I had I was like real emo back then me too and I was in church right because they used to force me to go to church Mm -hmm. and I just closed my eyes and I was thinking and then I had this vision it was like this field and it was like a hill it was kind of like the Microsoft Mm. uh, the Microsoft (laughs) screen you know the one yeah It, it looked like that and on top of the hill, there was a single tree. I think it was an apple tree. And one of my friends was, like, sitting down there, I guess, just waiting for me. And I, like, walked up to her, and, like, I sat down next to her. And when I looked at the other side of the hill, like, everybody I knew was there. And everybody was, like, having a picnic, and everybody was, like, wearing white clothes. And for a minute, uh, back then, I thought I thought it was, like, a vision. Like, I thought it was a vision of, like, heaven or whatever. And that kind of got me to, like, change who I was as a person back then. So now whenever I meditate, I try to build up that vision again. And I remember the details. I remember what the bark looked like, what the tree, if it had any scratches or blemishes, what the leaves looked like, how many leaves there were, how many apples, the blades of grass, the people, what did they look like, what were they wearing, like, any accessories, small details like that. And it just becomes one big picture. And I can see it again. And that's how I meditate. Hmm. I kind of do that, but instead of like a tree, mine's just kind of like a, like in the forest, it's kind of like a cottage type thing. They lesbians. <laughs> but it's mostly like um, like a garden because I never go into the cottage. It's like I'm, I'm always outside. Cause there's like tried? a little. No, because I just don't want to. Because I'm mm. just focused on being in the forest. If you say so. Because there's like a little brook, and so I try to listen or try to listen for like the water. Um, the muscle. <laughs> I, I was touching his leg. You can't see it. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh What was the mental health tips? Do we cover? Do you feel we covered that enough to move on to the next part of the question? Um. Oh. Uh. I would say I go to two like different like phases. One, if I'm getting like a really bad mind state, that I'll just go out a lot. Like I'll be with friends mostly. Like I'll, I'll be with friends, and that usually really takes my mind off of whatever it is, and it makes me feel better because I'm with friends. Or there's another one where I just feel like I just whatever I do, I feel like I just can't get out of it, and I feel like if it's there, I'm just like. Okay, and I basically just kind of wait it out, and I don't usually let it go on for like a more, like a couple of days. Like one day I'll be in bed and I'll stay there, and the next day it's the same thing. But after like the third day, and if I'm still not like, whatever, then that's when I'm like, okay, I have to force myself to do it, and um, it yeah. Yeah, that's another thing that I used to do. I used to go out a lot. But of course, nowadays, you know, social distancing, stay away from everybody, including your wife. Um, it's kind of hard to do those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like I used to I used to go to bars a lot and it's not like I had a drinking problem, <laughs> but like it's something that I like to do. Like I remember 
we actually went out like two days before the quarantine officially started. Yeah. We were at a goth night at Avant Garde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I talked to a vegan monk. Vegan monks. Right? Was it? I think that's what it was. I don't know. He I was wasn't, I wasn't there for that. Oh. I was I was cruising down the street. <laughs> and then yeah, that was a crazy night. And then we started talking about plans and we're like, Oh, we should we should go here, we should go to Colorado. And then two days later they're like, Shut down the city. <laughs> so yeah. Um but of course there's ways you can like hang out with people online and stuff. I can't do that because I'm poor. But you know, you yourself, you could probably do that. And, you know, get into video games. I know a lot of people are playing like Fall Guys and stuff. That looks like fun. That's a pretty fun. Yeah, and you know, like I said, try to branch out your interests so you can have as many friends as you can. And, you know, sometimes people, you might be able to ask your friends for help. I don't really do that anymore because I haven't really had a a real, real negative state of mind in quite a while. But I know that there's people out there, if I ask them, you know, they would be there for me. They would be there. Yeah, get off me. <laughs> but yeah, see, there's stuff like that you can try to remember, try to think about. Be there for people and they'll they'll be there for you more than likely, you know. I like to believe that most people are good, you mm-hmm. know, but I had to tell myself that. Affirmation. All right, what's next? Um, what cheers you up and motivates you to keep going? You go first, because I went first last time. These are kind of like hard questions that I don't like to think about. Well, too bad. Um, what keeps me going? Yeah. Um, what, do, what does keep me going? That's a good question. Yeah, I made you think. Um, uh, what, how can I... I, a re- romanticization of the future. Yeah. I guess. Because I have anxiety. And so I think about the future like a lot. In worst case scenarios type ways. But um, like I said, that's just like my mind. But um, there's a part of me that's like an optimist, I guess. And I just want... There's like so much... I'm so little in this big giant world and i really hope one day i have the means to explore it all and just to see what what's in store out there does that make sense yeah you need to learn how to fight though for me i like to think about uh hold on i got a text no it's just my streaks uh i like to think about what i would do if i won the lottery like that happens a lot you know me thinking about it but that's not what cheers me up. What cheers me up, what keeps me going, is just the idea of self. Is that I want to be a tough guy, and I'm gonna make it through. And I'm just, I, I'm literally fighting every day. I'm fighting, mm-hmm. just to get through. Sometimes I'm fighting in my own brain, you know. And it's this idea of I don't do it, you know, nobody's going to. And that's just weird. That's kind of rough. That's kind of a wolf, wolf. <laughs> that's kind of a rough way to think about things. So that's my own version of it, but also. I have friends who I know have gone through a lot more. And that's that's a whole other thing. That's kind of a negative viewpoint of comparing myself to others. But I know, like, if they can do it, I can do it too. I convince myself that I am strong enough to get through these things. And my friends make me stronger in a way. And that's what keeps me going. 
If it wasn't for other people, I might not be here. Which is kind of a bad thing to say. But there's like two different meanings to that. Like, obviously my friends helped me out. And, ow, my heart. I think I breathed in too deep. (laughs) Or I'm just like laying weird. I think that's it. But anyways, like, both that and just like, I don't know. There's like a lot of different things that could happen in my life that I would have like perished not just because of myself but because like I'm very accident prone and I used to get lost a lot like I've been hit by a truck at least twice oh my god yeah nothing happened to me but yeah see stuff like that you know you just gotta you gotta be strong you gotta believe that you're strong you gotta tell yourself that you're strong and if that doesn't work I can always teach you how to fight (laughs) so yeah uh do you have anything you want to add um I think you already went through this question, but anything based off what I said. I know a lot of people don't like to hear it, and I didn't like to hear it especially, but I feel like it's a good thing to just think things can get better. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Things can get better. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a lot easier for people to think about negative things and, like... Oh, definitely. Because brain science. Brain science. (laughs) Psychology. (laughs) Didn't you get a degree in psychology? I did. Yeah, see? It kind of worked out. See, that's another thing. Luck is very real in this universe. I am very lucky. (laughs) Kind of. I'm lucky, but I can't win the lottery. Oh, actually, I haven't played the lottery in a long time. You Who knows? You just test it. Who knows? Yeah, I should. I'm going to go buy a ticket uh, Saturday because that's when I get paid. Um, I think that's that's all the main questions. Is it? No, we, gotta, we have still have the last one. One of my friends asked me to rate all the Persona 5 girls. Well, actually, he said, he said something like, um, he was like, best waifus or something from P5. And I was like, hmm... I guess it would be easier to do a rating. <laughs> She's looking up the characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to do top 10 because I don't remember all of them. Oh. You're just, you're just going to have to know. You're going to have to know more than I do. And I'll do uh, worst to best or best to worst. What do you think? Was it top 5? Top 10. Top 10? Yeah. You go 10 to 1. 10 to 1? Yeah. All right. Number 10, uh, Futaba. Now, you're going to have to hear me out on this one. Uh, some of her mannerisms are cool, and I've been there for, like, a friend who was, like, a shut-in. I'd eventually kind of try to rehabilitate them. But at the same time, I feel like at the end of the character arc, it's it's a little bit weird. I personally, I saw her more as, like, a sister figure. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, some people choose to romance her, which, you know... Isn't she, like, 14? Yeah, it's kind of weird. But at the same time, the main character is 16. Some people argue that, like, oh, I, I'm able to, whatever. But I feel that that's how I feel. Like, um, mm. that's kind of his sister. Yeah. Like, there's even, there's even, um, I know in, in P5 Royal, there's options where you can be like, oh, she's basically my sister. Oh. So I chose those options because that's the way I feel about those characters. They look more like brother, they feel more like brother or sister to mm-hmm. me. So... As as far as her being like a wife or whatever, I'm like, nah, that's like your sister, bro. 
That's how I feel about it. That's why she has a top t- She's in the number 10 spot. Because, yeah, she's your sister. Number nine. Who's number nine? Um, I wish I actually had a list of all the characters. I'd be forgetting. I should have thought about this before we started recording. Okay. Is, um, is she in your list? No, she's like 11. Um, she's not literally 11. Yeah, she's she's in the top 10. Yeah, me too. Okay, okay number... Oh, no, I should switch that. Number 10 is uh, Kawakami because she looks like my ex. And number nine is Futaba. Yeah. That's a guy. Um, yeah, that's a kid. She's number the, the chess player? Yeah. Hifumi's Hifumi's number eight. Because I like Shogi. I like playing Shogi. I know a little bit about chess. She's she's kinda smart. Sure. I thought she was no if we're still talking about the Shogi Shogi girl. I thought her uh, character arc wasn't, like, super interesting. But it was, I don't know, I guess it was just different enough. I forgot about her. You forgot about Haru? No, 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 the... The, the chess player? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because she's not a, one of the main confidants, that's mm-hmm. the thing. She just teaches you how to play chess. She she doesn't even go to our school, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you wouldn't know her. She goes to a different school. I like that red thing right here. The red ribbon? Mm, oh. That's cool. I noticed you're not wearing the ribbon I gave you. It wow. fell off. You lost it? No, it just got untied. Oh, okay. It sort of unraveled. I tried to put it back, but it, I couldn't. You know what that means? <laughs> the tie is gone. The tie is gone. Get out of my house. We're not soulmates anymore. Damn. <laughs> All right, number six. Um, Not her. I don't like her. I never bothered to do her... Who's that? Not her, the... The fortune teller. Yeah. What? I thought she was cute. Mm, she kind of looks like a white woman to me. Actually, you know who she looks like? She looks like Melissa in middle school. I don't know if Melissa listens to this, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what number was I at? Oh, don't ask me. <laughs> it's because you keep talking over that screen. Kawakami. Tabla. Seven? Six? Eight? I'm at six now, yeah. Number six, um, hopefully I have enough, because I, I, forget, I forget how many there are in total. No, number six is, uh, Sai. Who's Sai? She's a prosecutor. Oh, she's down here. Oh, yeah, I think we have enough. I think we have enough to make the list. Hmm? Ooh. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Step on me. Oh, you heard her, ladies. She said she's gonna step on her. Um, yeah, I mean, who doesn't like older women, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, number five? Number five? Was it? Did you just do seven or six? I think I just did six. Yeah, number five is uh, Haru. And. One, she's older than you, which is cool. Uh, two, she's kind, but I feel like that also plays into like the negative thing. Like she's too nice, mm. you know. You get you kind of you kind of want women to be more mysterious, you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, for me, she's like the embodiment of all the good things about my ex. As compared to Kawakami, that's it's just literally her, you know. 
interested about money. But that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different episode. (laughs) 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 It's fine. She doesn't listen to this. I don't even know who she is anymore. Anyways, number four? Yes. Yes. Yeah, number four. um, On. Yes. She's very kind. She stays true to who she is. And she's not like the dumb blonde trope, which they do a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's she has personality. She's fashionable. She's fashionable. She's so cute. Yeah, I I I I forgot what her what her max, what her uh, awakened persona was, but I'm sure it was cool. I thought the concept of her being like the dominatrix in her persona mm-hmm. that was unique you know that that looked like a villain that persona looked kind of like a villain would like in one of the earlier games but yeah i thought that concept was cool number three um who's left makoto no she might be higher number three yeah her um yoshizawa she's the new one yeah she's in the new one mm, okay that's her first name's like off and on because of plot. She's like Wendy's. She look. She does look like Wendy, <laughs> I guess. Um, red hair. Red hair is cool. Long hair is cool. We're saving her for later. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even make it. She's like <laughs> She's top thirteen. Um. Uh, actually, no. Let's not give her that high of a spot. Yoshizawa is maybe like number six, and then we'll bump everybody up one. Because I feel like she's only really important because she's part of the main story now. But at the same time, it's like they try to make you like her. So I guess I don't really hate her. Because, like, you know, it's like the whole thing with Marie, too. Like, they put her into the story. She's, like, the main focus. You have to at least care about her. Because, they, you know, they, they basically force you to. So, yeah, she gets number six spot. Everybody else gets bumped up one. Now we're at so, number two, right? Um, was, yeah. Number two, uh... Number two is the, the Takemi, the the doctor lady. Where the fuck, where is it? We lost there her. There he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fellas. She can step. She's going to step on somebody, I'll tell you that much. Um, Yeah, I mean, other than the fact... I guess this is this whole listing is more subjective of like me personally... Instead of, like, who I ship, I did air quotes, ship the character with. Because, I mean, it's kind of problematic because she's an adult. But I can only see it that way because I'm an adult. <laughs> she's 20-something, you know? she's I'm 20-something. Yeah, if she's 20-something, <laughs> I'm 20-something. Let's get that right. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that's, I don't know. That kind of plays into the whole, like, Sundir trope. But at the same time, that's not really true because she does care about people. Like, just because someone's closed off doesn't mean that they're, like, a certain type of way. Mm. Did you did you finish your character arc? No, I did not. All right, so, you know, the whole reason she started being a doctor, spoilers, I guess, was because she had a patient who was, like, a little girl, mm-hmm. and, like, she died or whatever. But it turns out the main guy from the hospital that got her fired actually kept it a secret that she lived on. Like, the little girl's alive. So mm-hmm. then the whole point of her making that medicine was, like, so nobody would have to go through it again, right? But then you find out she's alive, 
And then with the medicine that you make, you save her. And then she vis- she visits the clinic on the last one. Hmm. So, yeah. Ulterior motives become altruistic. That's what makes her number two. All right. And then number one. Is that her? Yeah, Makoto. I know all my boys from the Naruto ship you then. Uh, Naruto. Remember... Uh, m- What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. He he said he made like a clothesline with like Gucci or something. He was like, my favorite anime is Naruto. <laughs> and he like completely mispronounced it. I know all my fellas listening. Y'all know what it's about. Y'all know what it is. Um, I don't know. I think it's the hair. I think it's the hair. The hair. She fights using her fists. Um, she's very practical. Very, uh. What's what's the phrase? She's very student body president. Yeah, which usually gets annoying, but she loosens up, which is cool. Because I know I remember uh, what's your face? Don't don't tell me, don't tell me. Don't tell me, don't even look at me. Um Mitsuru. Mitsuru from Persona 3. She I mean, I guess it's cause she's older than you, but I mean she's older than you too, but she's like adult so she stays like adult the whole time Mm. you know she's too rigid Mm. i guess but then again that also has to do with the way like these people treat each other like in persona 5 you know weed and boys like they're all friends and persona 3 they're just like oh i mean i guess we gotta do this together but yeah persona 5 you're like weed and boys like hey i'm at your house right now come downstairs bring the cat you know (laughs) So yeah, I guess just the the fact that the character changes over time is a very very high pull, very appealing to me. What do you think? That's top ten. I I forget what the list was anyway. Just read it back if you if you remember, because I remember we pushed it back like three different times. Because I keep forgetting how many of them exist. What do you think? I'm surprised you even had a top ten. This is off the top of my head. I just made the list. We have we don't have notes. We have the questions written down, but no notes. Do you want to do a top ten? Your own top ten for the girls. I don't think it's I the guys. Could, but to be honest, I'll tell you who I. I totally simp for um, Anne, and what's her name? The doctor. Takemi. Yeah. All right, I dig it. As for the guys, I think I might have like a top five. Um. Number five is just the main characters, just because, like, that's meant to be treated as a self-insert. I think he's hot. Ooh, she thinks the main character's hot. He, I like his hair. Yeah, that's why I don't grow out my hair anymore. <laughs> uh, number four would be uh, Yusuke. He's emo. He's not emo. He's artistic. This is not the same thing. No, it isn't. Number three. Who's number three? No, no. He's later on the list. What about the detective guy? Yeah. Uh, He's like negative 10. I hate that guy. He's so annoying. Number three, yeah. Number three is the boss, just because he's cool. Hell yeah. Mm. Um, Ooh, this guy was... <laughs> that was... Okay, she said number two is EY. Because <laughs> he's mysterious. He, Yakuza. He's dope. Yikes. I guess. I guess. Who's the number one then? 
Ryuji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one is Ryuji. He, Ryuji is the best guy. You know, they always do the best friend trope and they always make him stupid. But, you know, I think Ryuji's balance, he's balanced between just being a good boy and being stupid. I think he seemed like a, he seemed like a real person. He seems, yeah. I've, I told my friend Pedro, he kind of reminds me of Ryuji. Because, you know, people just, everybody just just hates on Ryuji all the time. And they make really? Him, yeah, they make him the butt of the jokes. And then that kind of reminds me of Pedro. <laughs> Because they always make him the butt of the jokes. And I know I've been a perpetrator of that and I'm working on it. But yeah, that's what he reminded me of. Because sometimes like, he's just stupid for no reason. And we're like, damn it, Pedro. And it's like the same thing with Ryuji. Like, he's, just, he's just stupid sometimes. Because he's human. Because he's human, yeah. That makes him the most human out of all the characters. He has flaws. That's, yeah, he has flaws. That's what makes him the number one. But yeah, that's the listing. That's, that's been today's Q&A. My favorite's Morgana. Your favorite's Morgana? Yeah. I hate Morgana. <laughs> Actually, no. He's fine. He's, he's fine so in the Persona in Persona 5 Royal. Because he doesn't make you go to sleep anymore. Really? Yeah. Like, usually you can you do your thing. Mm-hmm. And then once you get home, you can usually do something in your own room. Because mm-hmm. before, he's like, oh, no, you should go to bed. <laughs> but now he's like, oh, you want to play video games? Sure, as long as you don't stay up too late. So you can always do something else. Mm. So that's cool. Because before you couldn't do that. Yeah, because he was like. You, until you had the maid come over and like give you a massage or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was a thing. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> but yeah, so he was less annoying. And then he turns human at the end, kind of. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You should look it up. You should see what he looks like. It's kind of weird. Because he like he still sleeps in the same room and they're like sleeping in the same bed together. And he's human. Yeah, and he's human. <laughs> but yeah, and then I remember some people don't like Morgana because he's the he's the meanest to Ryuji, like straight up just hate. <laughs> so much hate. <laughs> I think it's so funny. They have so much beef. It's funny when he's like talking to the cat form itself. Mm-hmm. Cause then like they're outside and he's like, "What did you say?" And they're just arguing. He's a cat, <laughs> but like I feel like it's very. I feel like people do that. Too, I do that because cats are very. Yeah, I mean, I do that. That's funny. I do that to more than just cats, though. But then again, I don't really talk to that many cats anymore. That and I'm allergic. I'm pretty sure. So but yeah, if I if I saw like some dog or something and I was like friendly with them, like, "What'd you say to me?" And you know, they'd just be like wagging their tails. Like, you remember Weta? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. She's so thick. Sausage She's of a dog. So thick. I'll just pose at her and stuff. Now, would you see me? And just be like... <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But yeah, that was that was the Q&A. Um, I guess I'm glad that people, people thought to input stuff. Whoa. Whoa. What? <laughs> uh, maximum recording time is 60 minutes. It's 55 minutes to do a Q&A. Wow. Damn. I didn't even think it was going on for that long. I know, me too. But that was like at least like 30-something. Whoops. <laughs> Who knows how long it'll take to upload. That's fine. You don't have to listen to it all in one, one recording. Hello, if you have. Hello, if, yeah. Hello, if, you still, Hello. if you're still here. <laughs> still here with us. I wonder how long it takes people to listen to something like that. An hour? An hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> But I meant, like, I, I wouldn't listen to an episode this long in one sitting, at least. Really? I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't. 
I don't know. It's, mm. it's like I like to have something visual, but at the same time, I guess I guess I could now because I like to do other stuff while I watch TV. Mm. I usually listen to podcasts if I'm trying to do something that doesn't really take a lot of mental stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Like I would, I would listen to this if I painted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff like that. I just forgot we were watching Mulan. I still left the PS4 on. We didn't. We didn't finish it. We're not going to. I just. It's just because I left the P. Morty. I left the PS4. It's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Sorry, I burped. <laughs> I left the PS4 on. That's fine. Still, I should have turned it off. But yeah, um, that's Q and A. Thanks for listening. We got through all of it in fifty-six minutes and forty seconds. Anything else you want to add, not uh, pertaining to the topics? Um. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually expect it to go this long, but that might have to do with the fact that she's here. So if you don't like longer episodes, you can blame her. <laughs> okay. All right, that's it, though. Okay. Bye, everybody. Adios. Adios. <laughs>